Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of July 9th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, what's up? Not too much, man. What's been going on with you? It has been like two weeks. Uh, yeah. You know, we took last week off um, for uh, my birthday and a lot of other yep, moving parts. Fourth of July. Um, um, ironically, of like we've kind of been in contact more than any other two week stretch, probably. Um, yeah. Just not doing the uh, you know the podcast here. Um, right. But yeah, so yeah, we we uh, we're going to be covering a couple weeks here, pretty much uh, from the beginning of July. Um, and uh, yeah, and, I mean, we've been working on you know stuff on the side. If you've been on right. uh, like our Twitch channel, mm-hmm. uh, we did our first uh, episode zero yesterday of Termulus. Yep. Um, kind of world building, character creating. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I do have my reservations about um, not, like how slow it'll mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I really like the combat aspect, but you know, we'll see how that. Uh, We'll see how it uh, develops. For sure. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. What have you been playing? Yeah. Um, so, naturally, I got some time off work with, uh, you know, the holiday and everything. Right, So, right. Um, I was actually getting to dig into... Hopefully, I'm, I'm trying to crank through some bigger stuff. Um, so, I started uh, playing through Total Warhammer. Um, I, I'm playing in the... I started a campaign in the second game, a high elf campaign, just to kind of get back into it. But as soon as I did, I was like, you know, um, as much as like the second game has a lot more, um, you know, it has a better idea of what's going on with like, there's more engaging story going on. There's um, kind of some more specific, uh, and you can just jump around freely in this video. It's a pretty big one. Um, So, you know, the, uh, the second game has a lot more specific campaign sort of going on, but I think the first game, um, it, with the second game, you really have to follow uh, the idea of what they want you to be doing in the campaign. Whereas in the first game, you're just kind of fighting to survive, and you're you're really choosing your own path more, which mm-hmm. strangely was a complaint. So um, hmm. it, I really wanted to jump back into the first game once I was playing for a little bit. So I went back and I'm playing through another dwarf campaign. Um, which is, you know, kind of my MO. And, uh... Dwarf? Is your... I do dwarves a lot. I really like the, um... I don't know, even in, like, uh, you know, different games, um, I really Mm -hmm. like to play as dwarves. As, uh, like, I definitely have a... Interesting. Uh, deep understanding of, like, the whole dwarf thing. And that's my shit. And the dwarf armies are so cool to, like, especially when you're fighting, like, a taller enemy. Just to see them, like, smacking those ankles off. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, I mean that—that um, that is the one thing that's fun yeah. about playing a shorter character, mm-hmm. or like in you know in Dragon Age when you're playing a dwarf and like you go to kiss your like romance and you just, it just like hovers you up into place. <laughs> it's yeah, very disturbing. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, uh, how old is the game? Uh, Warhammer Two. Yeah. Um, Warhammer Two just came out of uh, like fall last year, I think September. Um, okay. Going back to Total War Warhammer One, I think was twenty fourteen or fifteen, um, mm-hmm. and I have all the expansions and everything for that, of course. It has a really weird feel. It, like it has an older feel mm-hmm. to the game, just in general. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, you know the board game is ancient, right? right. Um, so it, you definitely get some of that vibe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, they're definitely slow. 
uh, a lot of what you're doing is like trying to build toward overarching goals and not really, um, you know, this battle will completely, uh, you know, I made this huge army and I'm going to end this war once and for all right here. That's probably not going to happen. Um, you're going to have right. a whole lot of really long campaign, uh, really long wars. I mean, taking a city. So if you surround a city and siege it, um, mm -hmm. in the first game at least, you're looking at like 10, 11, 12 turns of just sitting there around the city if you don't want to outright attack it. So it takes those 10 turns to starve them out. Uh, so, we, I mean, we're seeing the beginning of a battle here. Is it... Like, when you start, do you kind of pick where on the battlefield, like, your characters are located originally? Or do you... Yeah, or is yeah. it kind of, like, story-based? You see it's people in a, moving in. And... It's in a zone. Um, so you'll go in, you'll have your... You know, you know who your army is ahead of time. You know what units you have, what leader you have, and everything. That's all right. predetermined in campaign, you know. Um, but once you get into the battle, you kind of have... Um, the map's divided usually into thirds. And then mm -hmm. one-third, the enemy can set up their troops that's sort of uh story based you know um if they're if you're attacking their city they'll be in their city um okay. if you have a third of the map that you're going to put your characters on uh you can kind of freely put it and then there's a middle ground where you can't and uh different units have different uh area of where they can be dropped like some quick moving units like knights uh they can be put slightly outside your area they just have a little bit more boosted region where they can be placed so. Yeah, they, they, they're zooming in on some of the character models, and they're damn good. I think mm -hmm. um, I think their environment leaves a little to be desired, especially yeah, texture-wise, yeah. especially ground texture, because it's just like a like a sprawled, like flat, yeah, yeah like texture. It don't have really any variation. Yep. Um, but there are a lot of moving parts, it looks like. So For sure. Um, understandable. Yeah, the, the, uh... From a distance, it doesn't look terrible. I mean... It right. looks pretty well expected. I mean, once you, you know? once you get out, I mean, a lot of this game is, uh, like, positioning is super important in a battle. I've won stuff where I was outnumbered, like, two to one, just because I was able to turtle my group up and make sure people were, you know, keeping the archers safe, utilizing my shield bearers, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, really good. I mean, really good tactical game. Um, and then, uh, also, on the side of that, like I usually do a couple years late, um, I've been playing uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, the second mm -hmm. the newer Tomb Raider games. Um, so that's. I don't that's think I ever jumped into that. Uh, yeah, so the the first Tomb Raider, uh, the newer Tomb Raider, you know, I was fairly late to that. Um, I think I, I ended up getting it on PS4, the definitive edition. I'm playing this one now on uh, the Xbox One. Uh, I, it, Tomb Raider just. I don't know. It, it, it's nothing specific. It came out first on. Uh, Xbox One, and mm -hmm. it was like a couple months early, so I got it the day it came out, and then I just didn't play it for like a year. <laughs> uh, I do that a lot, so um, I've been enjoying it. I I'm kind of just trying to. I got to the point where I've I've seen enough, and I'm trying to just kind of crank out my way to the end. Um, you boys all know what I'm talking about, right? Uh -huh. So uh, we know, you know exactly. The game has a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean. It's really designed to keep you coming back for a long time. They even ended up implementing some kind of multiplayer that I'm definitely not going to try. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's good. I mean, it's it's just a step or two below Uncharted quality, I would say. Um, you know, it, I mean, it's the comparison is pretty easy to draw here. But uh, it's definitely um, 
it's interesting. I, I like the story. It's got the supernatural elements a lot of times. They lean a little bit more on the supernatural stuff, I think, than Uncharted did even. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, kind of consistent with uh, older Tomb Raider games, which I, I never got into the original Tomb Raiders. So um, this, yeah, is my, like, know, this is my whole realm of knowledge on Tomb Raider. Yeah, I don't really remember story-wise what happened in the old Tomb Raider. I remember mm-hmm. a lot of, like, moments you know, I guess that's probably yeah. what you remember after what, like ten plus years of whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what I remember so. about these now. <laughs> exactly. So. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I, I haven't jumped into um, haven't jumped into Tomb Raider, so. They're good. I mean, it's yeah. it's a lot, and you'll definitely get to the point when you're like, okay, I'm not doing any more challenge tombs. I'm not doing any more collection. I'm just gonna finish this. And uh, you know, I, I get that with every game, so it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like a lot of cool like epic moments yeah Yeah, they've really the the game's really evolved since uh like this being one of the games that you know i've played since the beginning i played since the very original wow um it's just it's just interesting to see the evolution yeah kind of cool cool uh anything else aside from what we've been playing uh yeah, I mean, yeah, let's definitely jump into that. I've I've been on a huge uh like Warhammer fantasy Warhammer kick. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the other thing that I've been playing a lot and we've actually been streaming uh what, two or three times, something like that. Um, uh yeah. Vermintide two. Uh yeah. it's, it's it, uh we got it on sale during fun. the uh Steam Summer sale. And uh, you know, it, it's definitely got room to grow. I, I would honestly say um it should probably be in early access right now. Uh, it's still got a lot of little minor issues. Right. Um, it, um, I, I, yeah, there are a few things that just, I'm like, why is that not? Yeah. Like, one of the biggest things that bothers me is uh, item management for bots. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't do anything about it. You can't it's, give them items that uh, you want them to have. They don't right. keep them. They always optimize Sometimes um, they'll do things that you want and you don't know why, and then they just won't do it again. Right. Uh, it's pretty weird. Grim over here, uh, For first of all, he noticed that I have a ton of tabs up. I usually yep. hide that. Um, but no, yeah, that's what I'm always looking at. Yep. So uh, that's... Uh, Go that's to Task that. Manager and Google Chrome's like 80% of your RAM. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, and he... Uh, he also pointed out that when I was playing solo, um, I tested out the Twitch mode, which was something you and I tested out um, mm-hmm. Friday. And I, I really like it. I really like the like having basically it has the chat come in um, and decide what enemies are coming next. You know, mm-hmm. it's not even what's coming next; it's what in addition to is coming next right yeah there's already Um, like the game plays out as it normally would have anyways but then mm -hmm. you also get this added challenge or sometimes help yeah or sometimes help sometimes they give you like regeneration of ammo or health or whatever um bombs uh but a lot of times in grim's case it's 500 armored knights Mm -hmm. that uh kill everything yeah we we got wrecked by uh one of those uh, raving horrors, I think, was our last mm-hmm. for you and I. Yeah, that killed us. Just That's, a mess of flesh yeah. and teeth. Very Cthulhu. Horrifying. 
Um, but yeah, the game's re- I think it's really fun. The characters range pretty well um, and feel different. Witch mm-hmm. Hunter, or actually Bounty Hunter, because I got well, you get to level seven with the Witch Hunter and you unlock the next one. So yep. um, that's you know that, I've been playing with the Bounty Hunter um, and I have that up past ten now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that character is a lot more armored and almost all around better. Uh, than the like rogue character that you're watching me play here on the video as well as the one that I play uh, when you and I play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really weird. Like I, this is very much a like a support character. Like shouldn't be so far up in the action mm-hmm. kind of character. So right, very um, kind of artillery basically. Yeah, you pick the character that's meant to be, like, in the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always try to start out with whatever I think is going to be the simplest, least mechanics character to kind of figure the game out. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, each of the classes, um, what I, yeah, like you said, at level 7 and I, again at level 12, 12. they will um, kind of get different quote-unquote career paths. So, like, slightly different, uh, they get a different passive ability and different... Um, uh, special, whatever their like ultimate ability is, it has a weird name. Yeah. Um, it yeah, you you do get some extras there that are hmm. um, kind of range and are different. Um, I think I unlocked the, I think the second class for the rogue character is the handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't like it at all. How did you like the? Would you have the? Yeah, the second, the huntsman uh, is the second one of it's mercenary huntsman and whatever the last one is. Um, they, I did not sh- like the Huntsman. The, the Huntsman is more designed to be like a... Like, it's DPS, but not tank anymore. Um, which, uh, my playstyle, like, I want to tank. Um, right. Or if well, I'm going to be, for- like, if I'm going to be straight DPS, I do not want to be playing as the tank character with, uh, like, stealth abilities. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which is not what I'm going for. So, uh probably gonna go i mean i I mean i definitely switched back um i don't think i'm gonna enjoy playing that marksman character that you were playing as i'm probably gonna play as the dwarf and he seems pretty cool yeah the dwarf has a um like a a super armored Mm -hmm. i think it's the second one in so when you get to level seven they have a really like heavily armored character Mm -hmm. um and then the last one's more of i think a berserker Mm -hmm. it's a heavy dps with less uh yeah, like glass right. cannon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. He, he might have some thick skinned. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be definitely cool if it, like, the more health. I think it, his passive ability is the more health he's missing, the more damage he does. Yeah. Something like that. So, that, that's yeah, pretty cool. There's definitely a lot of cool stuff to be had. Um, I'm going to continue to stream this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, personally, and then I'll probably slow down when we get uh, to. The 13th, that's when Octopath Traveler comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be the first Switch game that I'm going to stream. So that's going to be awesome. Cool. Um, for myself, aside from Vermintide, which I've been playing pretty heavily, like I said, mm-hmm. um, we when we play, I have a specific character, and then I have like my old like, solo character. Um, I've also been messing around still with Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been fun. That, that game's kind of... Uh, kind of crazy it's uh i mean it, it kind of 
scratches that itch for something cyberpunk after we got the huge tease at E3 for cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, it, it kind of has that, like, dual, um, like, doing something turn-based. You know, it kind of scratches multiple itches at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like, when I stream it, I get literally nobody in my stream because, like, it's probably pretty boring. <laughs> okay. You know, pe- people don't like story games when it yeah, comes to Yeah, unless you're in it for the story, which, I mean, especially something like this is pretty old. Um, yeah. You could probably catch a recap on YouTube at this point. Right. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it, I like I said, it's a, it's a pretty good game. Um, it, it leaves a little bit to be desired, but that's what they made, you know, two or three more in the series for. Right. Um, so that, and then of course, um, and then of course session, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much playing that a couple times a week. Um, I had been doing, um, basically my 6 PM stream. I had been doing like an hour, an hour of session and then an hour of whatever else mm-hmm. I felt like jumping into. Um, yeah. And, and you know, this game, this game has been of course fun. So yeah. It's almost like a whole like separate thing, like creating like music and stuff like that, like that goes with you know what I think skateboarding music, like what I would listen to while I skate. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, before it just kind of did on your like phone or right, you know, iPod or whatever. Usually you had a crappy iPod in case you landed on it, mm-hmm. um, but. You know, putting that to a game is kind of fun, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, aside from that, of course, like, Pokemon Go. I've been playing Pokemon Quest and Fallout Shelter. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I don't think there's really anything else that I've been playing uh, too heavily. I've really fallen off on the Harry Potter and the Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been, I've been continuing to play both of those and Pokemon. Um, not really heavily on any of them. Today actually is um, Squirtle Day. Squirtle Day, yeah. Yep. So you can get increased chance of getting a shiny. You can get a Blastoise. And I think they have an increased chance of even having um, was a Hydro Blast or Hydro Cannon or whatever. Yeah, if you evolve it today, it's the only way to get uh, one something uh, Hydro Cannon or something. Right. Um, so that's but kind uh, of cool. you can also I'll catch squirrels with, with sunglasses today. Oh, really? Uh, I, I know that they, they've put out uh, Pikachu with mm-hmm. uh, like a straw hat and sunglasses. Sunglasses, yep. Aviators. And if you evolve them, you also get um, Raichu with that. So I've mm-hmm. been collecting Pikachu and Raichu. I've been getting the like alts, two of each. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I have like 15 Raichus and 15 Pikachus. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's pretty much a good recap of what's been going on uh, the past two weeks. Um, for me, for me, birthday-wise, I mean, I got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, uh, capture card, like I said, Switch, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be able to stream that soon. Um, and then I picked up a few things for myself, uh, including an upgrade, uh, an operating system for my computer, which I've been mm-hmm. running Windows 7, just because yeah. um, it, it kind of works better for, uh, like, my... Uh, so like 3D modeling and stuff. Mm. I didn't want to, you know, jeopardize projects, but now I'm going to have to jeopardize projects and increasing yeah. to 10. Uh, also picked up a um, 
the C920 uh, Logitech Pro webcam. Okay, yeah. Um, so that thing's going to be pretty good. Uh, I'll use that for streaming. We've even talked about after I upgrade and uh, make sure I get all the scenes and everything from OBS brought over um, and all that. You know, Maybe we'll toss up, um, uh, do like webcam versions of mm-hmm. the podcast here. So, um, yeah. but the birthday itself was just terrible. I spent like eight hours in traffic. <laughs> and then when I got to the place to scuba dive, it started raining and thunderstorming. Right. Um, so I, I didn't even get to, you know, uh, didn't even get to snorkel or scuba dive like I wanted to. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. Um, but yeah, it's all good. It was still cool. Uh, I got yeah. a Cactus Jack t-shirt. Which is pretty badass. Oh, that's I'm pretty a big cool. Nick Foley fan, so good times. All right. Yeah. Um, so with that, of course, we'll jump right on over into games releasing. Um, mm-hmm. Is uh, or actually, we'll jump into the monthlies uh, for PlayStation Plus games with gold and right. Twitch Prime. Um, right. But before we get into all that noise. Uh, if you get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Memphis Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff there. Uh, we actually just had one of our friends join us. Uh, she might join us for the podcast later in the month, uh, maybe next month, uh, named Rachel. So you can go uh, check out her first little article that she um, mm-hmm. put up there about what she's been doing. Uh, she's going to kind of run a game of the week Um I've talked to her about how we can make uh, that article a bit better. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, meshing persona- personalities. Like right. she just kind of like wrote something, but then didn't add anything with it, like no visuals. Um, so you know that's where we'll put in the visuals and then uh, hashtags so that you can reach uh, a wider audience. But it'll be really cool to have uh, another perspective, a female mm-hmm. perspective too, right. um, on uh, MGI. So go over there and check that out. Um, say what's up to her. And as well, follow us on Twitter at Mans Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this um, and anything else we uh, do on yep, Twitch or uh, yeah, toilet bacon. Um, you know, whether it be like digital dungeons related podcasts, live streams, or whatever. Uh, usually okay. we post it there. So cool. Uh, we will jump into uh, the monthlies. Do you want to do games with gold first, or you may jump into PlayStation? Sure. Let's go ahead and do games with gold. Um, this month is pretty lackluster. <laughs> um, Xbox is kind of, uh, you know, Microsoft has been definitely behind on this, and there was a few months in a row where it seemed like they were really trying to kind of put up, um, and that, as far as I can tell, that's pretty much gone. Um, yeah. So. I don't know what it is, whether they just can't work out deals with these companies or what. But, uh, yeah, so this month, basically, um, for the Xbox One, you can get Assault Android Cactus. Um, kind of a... Uh, I don't know what that one is. It's a, like, platforming sort of bullety... Um, I'm just digging through the video here to see what more I can learn about it. I don't know a lot about it. Um, it's kind of... Uh, it's like a top-down shooter. Um, I don't really know what to compare it to. It's a twin stick for sure. Um, sort of sci-fi story. So uh, that's, that's something it, to yeah. check out. I mean, kind of cool. It's something that you would not probably normally come across. Um, so this could be a you know a big moment for this game, uh, this company. Um, 
So that'll be okay. from on the uh, Xbox One from July 1st to July 31st, the whole month. Uh, normally $15 game. Uh, another Xbox One game you'll be able to get this month uh, from the 16th to August 15th is Death Squared, which is a puzzle game uh, where you're kind of moving around these cubes on a sort of, um, I would say almost like Portal style setup. Um, okay. Kind of like a weird futuristic lab type thing. Um, and then on the uh, the 360 games that will work on Xbox One, you know, backwards compatible. Um, sure. From July 1st to the 15th, Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Uh, you know, nice, I don't nice. think you need any explanation of what that is. And yeah. um, from the 16th to the 31st, uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction. That's so pretty that's, good. That's the most Splinter recent Splinter Cell? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I believe that was the most recent. Last one. Um, I, I don't know how that was received, though. I, I guess hmm. I never really paid attention. I seem to recall um, that uh, people were not as big on um conviction because it, there was something about it it was like more action focused um okay there's a lot more of a shooter than in the past is what i remember hearing i didn't play it so so uh take that with a grain of salt yeah i mean a, a really good splinter cell game is what a lot of people wanted from e3 right uh that was one of the what top like three mm-hmm. three big things people wanted from probably the ubisoft show at yeah, least thanks a lot Walmart not Canada, the... lion ass Lion ass motherfuckers for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, the Splinter Cell games could definitely make a really big comeback and be successful. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, anything else? Was that one it? That was Games of Gold. There's no cool. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, looks like it's uh, sixty-four plus dollars in value. Wow, Ooh. that's even that's low even from what they've that's, been that's low. about. Um, because when I checked out with the PlayStation Plus, it was like $134 or $138 in value. Mm. Yeah. Um, but this month for PlayStation 4, uh, uh, July 2018 PlayStation Plus, you have Heavy Rain on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Heavy Rain really doesn't need, we, we've talked a lot about, um, yeah, for sure. Quantic Dream games, especially Heavy Rain being, uh, probably the favored Quantic Dream game. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting that for free on PS4 is pretty rad. That's a really good um, like psychological thriller um, like living movie mm-hmm. kind of game. It's really yeah. cool. Um, and I really like the idea of a you're hunting down uh, a murderer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's something about that. It's and, a little you know, saw. It's a it's little, very uh, serial killer um, like yeah. mystery. For sure. So that's really cool. It's a cool game. Uh, I mean, I'm getting ready to replay it actually. Uh, unrelated to this, because I already yeah. owned it. Um, and then the second game is Absolver, which is a uh, like a martial arts melee action game. Um, super super interesting. Mm. Uh, the game. Like, I'm trying to figure out what it plays like. A lot of people were comparing it to Dark Souls, but I don't really want to compare it to Dark Souls. Yeah, everything's you know? compared to Dark Souls. Everything's compared to Dark Souls. Any action game where you can roll is Dark Souls mm-hmm. now. Um, yep. But, yeah, it has, like, uh, like I had a really good analogy um, in comparison, like, of what it is uh, before. And then, of course, now that I'm here, my 
Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. Um, but it's like, uh, kind of like Crouching Tiger action game where it's PvP, PvE. You can mm-hmm. have people come in, and then you have that kind of standoff. Are you guys going to fight, or are you going to help each other? Um, yeah. If you decide to help each other, you can take on PvE or other players. Um, but you want to watch your back. You don't know what this other person's intentions are. They could turn on you at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine they would get experience for taking you down. You could get experience for taking them down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that one looked really cool um everyone's kind of like a faceless warrior trying to uh find their place in a fallen kingdom Mm. so i I don't know it it looks cool i haven't went hands-on with it yet uh but it's definitely in uh on on my list for sure um if you're if you're still rocking the ps3 originally you could get deception uh deception for the nightmare princess for some reason it's crossed out now um i'm not sure why uh, because I picked it up just a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might have taken that down, and uh, mm. I noticed they put Extreme Exorcism on there, yeah, which is a cross-buy for PS3 and PS4 that wasn't on there originally. So maybe they swapped, maybe they had some sort of issue and they swapped yeah. to Extreme Exorcism, which I don't even know what that game is. Sounds cool. Um, let's, uh, let's take a look. Um, it is a... Um, oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, I lost interest. (laughs) Yeah, I, it just looks like a, like, a standard, um, Mm. like, almost platform shooter. Mm. Um, where it's, like, it almost reminds me of, like, Absolver. Uh, No, not Absolver, um, uh, Towerfall, Ascension. Towerfall, yep. Yeah. That's style of graphics, Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and but Deception Four is kind of like you set up all of your. It's very like uh, Japanese art style. You set up different um, like traps, and you lure enemies into them. And you want to like link traps. So uh, and it's really ridiculous. Like like a big foot will come down and crush someone, and then hey. that'll knock them back into a toilet, and their ass will get stuck in it. And then water yep. will blast them across the screen, and you know they'll walk into it. They'll stumble onto a rake, and it'll smack them in the face. Mm-hmm, um, I like this. So it, it's pretty ridiculous, and then uh, and the Nightmare Princess uh, edition um, gives you a hundred plus. Uh, I think it was a hundred plus, um, like side missions and the story of a new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this was this is the second Deception Four. The first one, give, this Nightmare Princess gives you everything the first one had and that hundred extra missions with the new character. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's the thing. Uh, you can also get uh, Rayman 3 HD on PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on Vita, you can get uh, Space Overlords, where you're uh, you're basically a like an escaped space convict mm-hmm. that is destroying um, like military compounds on planets. So it's kind of like you know, you know when you play um, like Katamari and you zoom out really far and you're like a ball rolling along a world, just, yeah. just amassing everything. It's kind of like that. You see okay. the world from afar and you just kind of like go around it and destroy everything. Definitely um, ready for a new Katamari game. <laughs> uh, exactly. 
Uh, and then Zero escapes Zero Time Dilemma, which is the third in the line of the Zero Escape games, including yeah. uh, what 999 and I can't remember the other one. Three something, um, three something, three doors. Uh, th- well, that's nine something. Yeah, it's like nine. That's a oh, nine, yeah, nine, yeah. nine game. It's nine right. doors. Right. Um, but I know in this one, your characters have a uh, almost like amnesia. Mm-hmm. So it, you have all these fragments that you can go into and you can... Uh, complete and it gives you a piece of the story and then once you complete the fragment it shows you where at in the story mm-hmm. that happened and then everyone forgets everything and then you can go into another fragment and try to figure out mm-hmm. and you guys are just trying to piece together your own story um, but from what I hear if you haven't played the first two there really isn't much of a point in playing this because it they uh, lean heavily a lot on um, like past knowledge mm-hmm so, okay. but yeah, I mean, I've never played those, uh, I haven't played those myself, so, but I am excited to jump into, I've of course played Heavy Rain, but, uh, I'm excited to jump into Absolver, that one can yeah. be fun. Um, cool. Yeah, uh, as well, you can also get Call of Duty Black Ops 3, uh, I believe for free now, mm. uh, until the 11th, so if you're listening to this before the 11th, grab that on your PS4, that's like a... Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a E3 freebie, game. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still an E3 freebie. Um, and then, of course, they have a ton of sales going on on the PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'll let you check those out on your own. Um, cool. And then, actually, probably the biggest out of all oh, of the yeah, games, if you want to go ahead and jump into the... Uh, what is it? What do they call it? Twitch, um, like Twitch loot. Twitch loot for uh, part of Twitch Prime. Um, so Amazon's getting ready to do Prime Day. Uh, that's right. the seventeenth, something like that. And uh, uh, yeah, to prepare for that, they're doing a bunch of way more uh, free games than normal. Oh yeah. So um, Twitch Prime is actually offering a total of twenty-one free games during the month. Uh, we've already missed some of them by now, but. Um, you know, still going to break down the whole list. Hopefully, if I mean, they emailed everybody plenty about this, and there was a lot of yeah. stories ahead of time. So hopefully, you didn't miss anything here. But um, yeah, so they started out uh, July second to July fourth. They had Pillars of Eternity Deluxe Edition. That's still like a fifty dollar game. Yeah, yeah, that's still very yeah. pretty expensive game. Um, so you know, that's that was a uh, what Obsidian returning to the isometric uh, RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, they went on to July 3rd to August 2nd, Metal Slug 3. July 3rd to August 2nd, The Last Blade. I'm not sure what that one is. Uh, July 3rd to August 2nd, Twinkle Star Sprites. July 3rd to July 9th, Cube 2. Uh, July 4th to July 11th, Battle Chef Brigade. That's a great game. We um, talked about that one quite a bit. Too. Yeah, it's like RPG uh, puzzle quest sort of mechanics. Yep. Um, July 5th to July 12th, Manual Samuel. July 6th to July 13th. Uh, Goner, July 7th to July 14th, Next Up Hero, uh, July 8th to July 14th, Ernong Earn Limited. Not sure what that is. <laughs> Earn Limited. I just downloaded that today, so we'll see what it is. Uh, July 9th to July 15th is going to be Hue. I've heard of that one. Uh, Deponia Doomsday, July 10th to July 16th, Observer. That's a great one. July 11th to July 17th, uh, Tacoma, July 12th to July 18th. The Bridge, July 13th to July 26th. Brutal Legend, uh, the 14th to the 27th. Red Strings Club, that was a good one. Uh, July 15th to July 21st. Tyranny, from uh, the 16th to the 18th. That's like 
evil Pillars of Eternity. You play as the villains. Yeah. Um, Broken Age, the 17th to the 31st. Uh, that was the uh, Double Find Adventure Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Framed Collection, July 18th to July 31st. And Serial Cleaner, the 18th to the 31st. And Serial just... Cleaner sounds hilarious. I, I, yeah, that like, sounds I good. I need to look that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, damn, it's a, a huge, uh, huge list. Um, and, and a lot of really good games in there. A lot of games that I haven't tried, but I'm kind of excited to see now that they get to be among those others. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm really stoked that people are getting their hands on some of these games that they probably wouldn't have got their hands on before, including right. Battle Chef Brigade, Tyranny. Um, if, you know, if you haven't played Brutal Legend yet. Oh, Brutal uh, Legend for sure. The Red String Strings Club. I don't think anyone would have played. Uh, you know, outside like if they did. If you weren't know already a it, fan, right? Right, yeah, it's just one of those games. Um, but kicking off with Pillars of Eternity, right. Definitive Edition. Yeah, that being like a Huge game. $39 game, it's, that's big. Mm-hmm. So, It was one of the biggest Kickstarters for a while, but you know, those those eclipse each other quick. Yeah, really quick. But yeah, that, that that's great. A um, lot of really good games this month if you're subscribed to um, PlayStation Plus. Uh, Amazon Prime or even uh, Xbox um, with the games with gold. I mean, not really with games with gold. Nothing great they, on games with gold, but I mean, they it's, try. it's something for free, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all of the free stuff that you're going to be grabbing this month. Um, but with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the actual games releasing. Games releasing from July 2nd to July 5th. Um, we actually don't really have... Yeah, we don't have too much. There's not a lot. We're um, actually there's a couple big about games one. in here, but... Yeah, we're talking about one that we've already talked about in the past. Mm. Um, but to start it off on July 3rd, Red Faction Gorilla Remars Turd Edition. Uh-huh. For PC, PS4, and Xbox One from your, your boys over at THQ Nordic. Um, this was the game. This was the game for Red Faction, I think. Um, Hell yeah! It man, it did so much right when we kind of like when we needed it. It mm-hmm. just completely destructible environments, fun weapons. You can drive around. There's like it kind of did. It kind of reminds me of like Far Cry mm-hmm. in the way that it, you know, you kind of go from like outpost to outpost, just wiping shit out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that that was really cool. Um, sneaking in and just throwing like sticky bombs on stuff and then blowing them all at the same time, just watching things just destroy. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. Um, so it would be really cool to see this game, uh, definitely this game getting the remastered edition For sure, treatment. Yeah. But uh, I do want to talk about the naming. Mm-hmm. Remars Turd Edition. They're really trying. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Like, you should have just said... Like Gorilla Remastered or something, yeah. Like I don't know that you say turd at the end of that. I do want to point that out. They could have said Re Mars. That yeah. would have worked fine. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. Oh well. What are you gonna yeah, do? I mean, definitely been... you know, like a game I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. A game I'm looking forward to getting back into again, for sure. Definitely. That one's pretty good. Uh, and like I said, that one's coming out on July third. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, good times. All right. Uh, starting on July 10th, 
Um, we had a couple games coming out. Nothing I'm super interested in that really caught my eye. Um, so we've got Hunting Simulator coming out on the Switch. Uh, this is oh, already available shit. on um, PS4, Xbox One, PC. So, I don't know. Like, definitely, um, it's kind of continuing the trend of, like, Switch games that's, like, it's kind of shocking that it's even on the Switch. Like, you wouldn't think that, you know, Wolfenstein was a good example. You wouldn't think that Doom and Wolfenstein were going to be on the Switch ever. Right. Um, and right. this is one that I would put in that same group. I mean, it's not a Cabela's or anything, but, um, you know, one of the more popular recent hunting games. And, I mean, it's it's super in-depth. It's a huge game. And uh, it's kind of cool that it's going to show up on Switch at all, you know? Yeah, I, it's interesting. Like, hunting games were massive for mm-hmm. probably about four years. Oh, well, especially arcade. Well, heart, uh, oh, yeah, the arcade, I kind that. of... Yeah. I kind of put arcade in a different like category. But yeah, I mean, they were doing some big stuff. They were bringing like like guitar hero like fake like mm-hmm. extras and stuff like that onto yeah. uh onto the game. Um Yeah, I just I, I, don't, I don't know. It it'll be interesting to see how this uh mm-hmm. Just kind of like how where this it ends goes. up like yeah. Yeah, see, you know, seeing if this can um, because bringing this with you, I think, is pretty important. Right. <laughs> I mean, it looks good, though. I mean, the environments look super lush. And, I mean, it looks uh, great for Switch, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what we're watching is on PC, but, I mean, I can't imagine that it's... Oh, now we're on PC, right? Yeah, too, too But, the, I mean, those screenshots that in that first trailer looks pretty good. Right. So, we'll just have to... Cool. You know, it's definitely a wait-and-see kind of thing, but um, if that's what you're into... Uh, what was it competing against? Nothing. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at this in the same light that I look at like, uh, like personally, we haven't had any sort of like good skateboarding game in a long time, and then mm-hmm. here comes Session. You know, it's it's one of those things. It kind of falls in the same category. Right. All right. Um, and let me Moto... open the tab. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then up next, July tenth. Uh, MXGP Pro for Xbox One and PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your uh, like MX game. It's your like right. motocross um, racing. I, I really feel like they've moved away from their like trick freestyle stuff that they had mm-hmm. done for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some, had they had a lot of success with those games. Um, yeah, they did like small open worlds uh, that you could go and do you know, flips and tricks and, you know, all, all this cool stuff in. And then, I, I don't know, I think they did one, it just didn't work out well, so they decided to focus their... Sort of pivot away. Yeah, pivot away and uh, mm. deal more in, uh, as a racing game, rather than, a, like, a freestyle game. Yeah. Um, but, the, I mean, it still looks, it still looks good. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't look terrible, it doesn't look terrible at all. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't, I have I mean, racing is not really my scene, so it's right. not something that I have a great knowledge about. But yeah, I'm the same um, way. If they brought it back into that more freestyle, I think I would be more interested. Mm-hmm. But you know, I wouldn't be interested enough. I don't think to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and definitely speaking of something I'm not interested in, we've been talking about this. I don't know if like uh, release dates were moving around or what, but uh, don't have a video or anything for it. But just you know. Shining Resonance. I just just kept the video. Did you? Okay. 
Um, yeah, Shining Resonance Refrain uh, coming out on PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Um, I feel like we've been talking about this a couple times, and for sure, like the trailer's been watched on my, you know, my YouTube account and everything. So I don't know what the deal yeah. with that is. Um, I don't know if we, you know, announced that this was coming out previously, um, but you know, it, it's officially uh, coming out. And apparently, on the demo everything. is on uh, the demo is available on PS4. I hear. Okay. Uh, and you got the next one, of course. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Project High Rise, kind of my, uh, you know, definitely a studio and a, a project I've been really pushing and trying to keep my eye on. Um, project High Rise is making yet another DLC, um, and Those yet another one with bastards. no video. Um, Brilliant Berlin. So, um, this one is set, uh, like they've been adding like basically notable cities and kind of things that are known, like things that those cities might be famous for um so primarily what this is doing uh it's adding new offices new apartments um uh basically it's like software engineers um the global headquarters of auto manufacturing firms um you're going to be kind of catering to berlin's uh clientele of course the new you know art the new look in the background um the city behind your tower is going to look more like berlin um you're going to have more uh, art museums, political offices, union halls, and tourist centers uh, that you're going to be playing around with. And your towers will have new green space in the sky with enticing rooftop decorations. Um, oh. And German beer halls. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see. Nothing, you cannot say no to that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's, that's coming out uh, the 11th. What? Typically, these are like, uh, what are they, like 5 10 bucks, something like that? Yeah. Uh, four ninety nine, I think, is... Mm. about typical right so um, expect one but yeah i mean i'm pretty sure if you are interested in project high rise you don't have any of this you can just pick up the entirety bundle all in one uh, mm-hmm. on steam i would definitely recommend get it, it. Um, it may be coming to uh mobile at some point in the near future oh yeah yeah that would be really good yeah they're still they're still working on that there's another company that's going to be doing the the porting it over so we should really ask these guys to see if we can, like, if they're doing mobile, if we can get, like, an early look at that and talk about it. Yeah. Because these guys seem pretty cool with us. Like, we've shared their stuff a few times, and they've mm-hmm. liked our stuff, and we've talked back and forth a little bit, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, of course, up next, uh, July 13th, actually a pretty big day for the Switch. Yeah. Um, first up, you have good old Captain Toad, the treasure tracker. Um, I actually played the demo, and it's not too bad. It's um, it feels more like a man, like a mini, like a mini puzzle game. Okay. Um, it it feels like a like a Mario game, but it really like corralled. So you okay. have like a small environment where you have to do things in a proper order sometimes to get everything. Um, there are little like side quests like take out all the enemies, complete the level in this amount of time. Um, right. And, I mean, it looks great, though. Like, I'm a big fan of the art style. It kind of um, right along the lines of um, Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, th- there's going to be a lot to this game. The demo is out there right now for the Switch. Um, I recommend this on the Switch. It's going to be out for 3DS as well, but, you know, don't. Yeah, um, don't support the 3DS <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I just get the switch. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, it is cool. Like, I like moving the environment around. Like, you're looking at, like, let's say, like, a, a cube, mm-hmm. and you walk in through a door in front of you. You have to turn the camera around to see what's what's on the other side of that door you just walked through. Okay. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, it's, it's a fun puzzle game where the environments change, there are enemies, um, and, of course, you play Toad, mm-hmm. which is a mushroom, not a Toad, not to confuse anybody. Right. Um, huh. Yeah, the game looks, I mean, graphically, yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah, it, man, yeah, I can't really say enough about how cool it looks. Um, Nintendo's it done a great like, job on this. Yeah, it has, like, a really good pop to it, so they've done mm-hmm. some really good, like, engine work. Yeah. Um, with, you know, you have multiple paths and stuff like that. I'm not sure what else, I'm not sure if it's going to support, um, like, multiplayer or anything like that, but, um, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I haven't done too, too much research. I know you can go to New Donk City. Oh, my God. So, that's a that's kind of cool. What happened to cool. Old Donk City? Exactly. Why does it have to be New Donk City? There's, mm-hmm. I don't remember a, an original Donk City. I've never been um, to Donk City. <laughs> you've been to Dong City. I don't mm-hmm. know that. Oh, yeah, I've been there a couple times. <laughs> All right. As well, July 13th, you have... Earthfall Deluxe coming for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4. So um, uh, Alien Left 4 Dead is what they're going for? Uh, yeah. I think we had... I think I was talking with Grim about this the other day. Mm. Um, didn't get into too much specifics, but I think it was during while I was playing some Vermintide and he was trying to kill me. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there, I, I think there's a, a very hungry audience for a game style like this. Yeah, definitely. That 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 hunger is not going to go away until a Left 4 Dead is made. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what they play, they're going to look at it and be like, "Well, I think Left 4 Dead did you know this and this better. I like this 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 and this better about you know Left 4 Dead." Yeah. Um. So I mean that's pretty inevitable, but it could definitely be something fun to play uh, for the right price point. Mm-hmm. Did you have you heard anything more about this? Not really. Um, the fact that it's called the Deluxe Edition sort of implies that maybe the core game is free, or maybe this maybe. came out previously. I, I haven't heard about it or really looked into it at all. Um, so I, I, I couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah, the fact that the Deluxe Edition is the only thing coming out uh, raises some questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is something we're gonna like. I'm gonna probably look into. I'll make like, mm-hmm. a little side note. Uh, Grim, remind me. He says it's a terrible name, though. <laughs> Earthfall. Yeah. Earthfall. Yeah. Sort of implies that you lost. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, speaking of big day for the Switch, also on the 13th, Octopath Traveler is coming out from Square Enix. Uh, Hell out Switch. yeah! Switch only. It's not available anywhere else. Um, right. So that's looking ex- in definitely really good. Um, kind of a classic Square RPG experience. The art just blows me away, dude. Yeah, and the characters like it's it's very like like predetermined on you know what's happening. You have mm-hmm. you know these are your characters, and when their story is done, guess what? Their story is done. Right. Um, and I I don't know. There's something to be appreciated about that. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to a few other people about it, and. Uh, like one of uh, one of one of my friends was like, yeah, you know, I 
started as the thief. The thief had a great little story, and then I ended up stumbling upon the dancer, and he's like, the dancer's story, like, pulled me in. Wow. Fully invested. And okay. he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I just got the system, like, three days ago, hmm. and, yeah, this is... This is the this is the game. I'm, this is the game that I'm glad I bought this system for. Cool. So yeah, that's really good. Uh, the characters um, I can't remember how many they have. Like maybe it's like nine, maybe twelve. I don't remember. Um, but they have different abilities, like uh, being able to steal from people, uh, being able to um, call people to fight by your side, whether you mm-hmm. do it by uh, uh, like you're kind of like a prophet and they, you know, follow you or okay. you kind of seduce them to follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do the same thing with enemies. Um, you can have them fight by your side. You can get a summon ability. Um, you just bring them into battle. Other member, other people can uh, just talk to people in towns and mm-hmm. pull them in uh, or get more information out of them that you wouldn't normally get. And it can reveal like secrets or whatever. Um, yeah. And what's the last one? They can uh, fight people in town. So challenge them to a fight. Okay. And you like can a duel. get like yeah. extra, yeah. And you can get like extra, um, like experience and stuff for that. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. So it, it's pretty cool. Um, and there are a few others. I haven't played the merchant. I haven't played the um, huntress. I haven't played. Uh, I think I played the apothecary character, but I didn't get to get into it, so I really don't know what it involves. Hmm. Um. But yeah, yeah, this game's going to be cool. And there are like little things that happen that don't happen to everybody. Um, okay. In my first playthrough, I randomly ran into a uh, an enemy that had a sack over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I onslaught beat the shit out of them. Killed them. Wow. And my character ended up gaining, uh, went from level 7 to 15. So it was kind of like a secret enemy that not everyone runs into. It's not in a predetermined oh. place. It's like a random thing. Yeah. Uh, that can just power level characters, um, which is kind of cool. Holy cow. And, yeah, I talked to another friend. He's like, no, I never ran into that. And then I ran into it in my second playthrough and didn't kill it fast enough, and it ran away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, super cool. Um, this game's going to be, uh, I, I think, pretty deep if you can invest in games and not rely on the best graphics in the world. And you like mm-hmm. the graphics of, you know, like the... Uh, this is like an extremely like good-looking Stardew Valley that I get the vibe of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you enjoy turn-based combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I right. think, uh, yeah. Traditional. I, I think yep. you'll enjoy this. Definitely. That's, yeah. that's, that's one that definitely, like, it was something that I was kind of thinking of, like, oh, well, maybe I'll come to this, like, you know, a couple months later or whatever, and now I'm a lot more interested after seeing more. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um so if you have a Switch, go check out the demo first, of course. Um, you can, I think you can get, like, maybe three characters in your three-hour playtime. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can grab one or two and just run around. Yeah. So, pretty good. Uh, Grim went back and noted that Earthfall is 40 bucks. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Could be, uh, could be worth it if you're looking for something. Uh, mm-hmm. Something pretty heavy. Something but that... Minutes. That is it for our list of uh, games releasing uh, mm-hmm. from July 2nd to the 15th. Like We had a pretty big window there, but there wasn't a ton. Yeah. Um, so if there is something that we missed or we left out or uh, you know you wanted to see, let us know. 
um, at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter, and mm. we'll drop it in next week, like always. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's jump into this last two weeks of uh, weekly news. Yeah, so we got a lot of uh, kind of smaller updates, some interesting stuff here and there. Um, it was really weird with these two weeks because usually, yeah. usually, uh, like I'll put up an article on um, on like Tuesday or Wednesday when I hear about it, mm-hmm. and then when it tacks back around uh, to Friday, uh, it's still kind of relevant, and we fleshed out a little more info. But since it's been yeah. two weeks, that stuff that I had put up, it had like it developed heavily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, it's like, okay, so this happened. Okay, and then this happened. And then this happened. And then this is where we are now. Right. So it's like we missed a lot of stuff. But... And it sort of kept uh, kept changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so first up, um, interesting enough, uh, the guys behind Players Unknown Battleground, they dropped the lawsuit against Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really look into this too much. I kind of just tossed it up. I think I was out. Um, did you hear anything more about this? I mean, basically, I think that they realized it was just unwinnable. Um, well, this yeah, is, definitely. I mean, this is all in South Korea. So, like, it's not... I mean, the, the core Fortnite game was mostly developed in North Carolina. So, even if you did plagiarize the game, you can't really... Like, they thought the South Korean court would be a little more sympathetic, but it's just not the case. Um, yeah. Um, and, and the you know, the original, you know, the battle is, um, who is it, Blue Hole, mm-hmm. saying that Fortnite uh, plagiarized its flagship game, Players Unknown Battleground, uh, with uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that... Fortnite destroyed them uh, by saying, "Oh, and you can play our game for free." Right. So, so basically, it, what they did was there was like they tried to make a lawsuit that was like somebody did better than us, um, which is not that doesn't tend to work. Yeah. Um, so it was probably really good that they managed to, uh, um, like back you know back out on mm. back out where they were rather than push it further and just run uh, PUBG into the ground. Yeah. So and I mean, that's, that's, um, they're, they're probably not going to like just the legal cost to keep that running is probably not worth it. Seeing right. as how there's, there's almost no way they're going to win. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, so that lawsuit against Epic was dropped and then, Similarly, uh, Epic actually has begun a lawsuit. Uh, they are suing a former uh, employee that was under contract. Uh, that was a QA, uh, well, QA tester, QA professional. Yeah, he was um, a contract QA guy. Right. Uh, so that's definitely going to suck. That's going to be brutal for that dude. Um, or it was a uh, uh, Thomas Hanna. Yeah. So former quality assurance contractor working on Fortnite. Um, so he basically leaked information to a third party about the end of Fortnite season three, which was then of course leaked to the internet at large. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, that, that's rough in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we talked about this, um, you know, I know you've probably looked at QA spots before. 
Mm. And I know I've looked at QA spots before. I know, you know, what a QA, a contract QA um, guy would roughly make. Uh, Yeah. And considering, especially it's in North Carolina, most likely. Right. Um, Um, It's like maybe 12 bucks an hour. Well, being contract, he's probably not from, he mean, it's likely he could be from there, but you know, they pull contract from pretty much anywhere. Okay. Um, But yeah, this dude's in some serious trouble. Yeah. Uh, it like life ruining trouble. That was a very poor decision on his end. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why you don't do that. Is um, the moral of the story? Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then next, of course, we've heard. That, oh, uh, I skipped one. The next one, yeah, you can go ahead and do that one. I guess. I haven't watched or heard anything really about it. I haven't watched, but I've heard. Um, so the uh, Netflix Castlevania, Grim will be happy to hear this. Um, right. uh, it's We already knew it was getting a season two. We now know that season two is going to begin on uh, October 26th. Netflix tends to drop the whole thing all at once. So mm-hmm. probably the entire uh, you know series will um, all come out on the same date. And, uh, right. Definitely something to check out. I mean, that's you can't you can't ask for much more, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I've heard a lot of people like I've heard praising, all positive. yeah, mm-hmm. all positive. Um, so, you know, it it might be something I jump into. I'm just kind of, I guess, I'm curious on how long it is. Uh, yeah. So you know, I don't want it to be too too long. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of it being a uh, like a short like. Not short, but like sweet and to the point, right? Thing for season one, and then they can build upon that for season two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, uh, looks like October twenty sixth on Netflix. You can check out all of the new stuff for season two. Yeah, good stuff. Very cool. Um, going back to Fortnite, mm-hmm. uh, of course you've heard about uh, the crossplay. You can now uh, on your Switch play with people on xbox one uh, i believe in pc and not only that on your switch you can earn achievements on the xbox while playing on your switch yep that's super cool that's crazy um but the problem lies is they want it to be and it's the same problem we had with rocket league and you know several other titles before it um just you know, people not all wanting to play on the same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's problem is, and Sony would be the person who, of course, is in the lead in the in this console generation. Um, yeah. You know, they have the like they have the most money. They're the most successful right now. So why would they, you know, why would they allow a, another player to not buy the game on their system, but take mm-hmm. advantage of? You know, buy everything on another another system, and then basically play on their servers. Right. So, I, like, I get their point, but yeah, I mean, at some point they're going to have to really open up about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, um, your uh, your your uh, CEO, good boy, uh, Sean Layden uh, for Sony. Computer Interactive America, you know, president and CEO, says we're hearing it. We're looking into, uh, or we're looking at 
a lot of possibilities. You can imagine the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game. I'm confident that we'll get a solution um, which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business. And that's what a lot of people like forget. They're like, oh, we bought this. You know, mm-hmm. this is ours. And it's like, it's also a business. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you bought the product from the business, but they're still trying to, like, that's, like, when we worked, uh, when we worked at, uh, in video game retailer, you know, video game retailer, people are like, why won't you give us more money for this? And it's like, it's because if we did, we would lose money. Yeah. And this is a business. Yeah. That's not how it's... businesses stay open. If you enjoy coming to this business, how you keep coming to this business is... is we make money. <laughs> we make money. Right. Yeah. So, it, I don't know, it's super silly um, that, and, I, you know, I agree with everyone who's looking at it going, you know, why won't Sony just play ball? I fully agree with that. But then I also see from their point of view, you know, mm-hmm. it's a business. You got to make money. And if you don't make your money, then you don't have a business anymore. Mm-hmm. And Sony wouldn't be hurt to lose money, of course, but who knows where that would lead them down the road. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous, like... Dangerous thing to uh, fall into. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about this in the coming months. Uh, it's have... gotta. It's that their refusal to do it is going to end. Yeah. I, no, I just I, mean... I do not see a way that they survive this because basically what's going to happen is they're giving an, a tool to everybody else that's like basically says you know, sort of like how Xbox really leaned on the backwards compatibility and they've done a good job of that. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to say, oh, by the way, we don't care what system you buy. You can play with your friends no matter what you have. Right. That's going to be a system seller. Especially when the competition says, oh, if all your friends don't have the PS4, you don't have any friends. Yeah. I, you know mean, I mean, I mean, it puts them in a weird, like, it puts them in a weird predicament. They're going to have to do it definitely before next gen. Mm-hmm. But I look for this to come to a head right around uh, the same time as Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's going to be a big game. I mean, it's the first time, you know, since 2 that Fallout fans, you know, are going to get the chance to play with their friends in this universe. Um, and I really think that... Uh, I really think that Bethesda will side with... Um, xbox on that and you know being able to open it to xbox and pc those guys can play together and i think they're really gonna try to like not guilt trip but like work their magic on sony to make that happen um Mm -hmm. because that's big that would make the game completely different Mm -hmm. it would be like the first commercially like large triple a title that would have that Mm-hmm. And that's kind of groundbreaking. That's cool. So you know, we'll see. This will continue to to develop. We'll have more on Fallout seventy six um, here in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't heard, uh, really interesting. Uh, Amy Henning moved on from EA, and she's forming her own studio. Um, we really don't have too much information on. Uh, her new stu- her new studio uh, but if you're unaware um she was working with ea she started her own independent studio uh and they had a 
or she was working with EA and she had her own like studio in EA. Uh, do you remember the name of that studio? Uh, uh, Votive? EA, uh, Motive. Motive? Okay. Um, and of, they were working on a Star Wars title. Yep, and, they've been working on a couple Star Wars titles. Yeah. <laughs> Several and, of them being scrapped. And since she's moved on, uh, well, she said, um, I'm not and have not worked with EA since January, technically, legally. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, it, it's super interesting that, uh, like, I, I don't know, maybe it says something about the company if, especially Star Wars within the company, mm-hmm. if every single time something like this happens. Because yeah, it I does mean, happen every time. It's not even just like, oh, well, that sucks that we lost Star Wars 13-13. Yeah, EA has not... Game successfully put a Star Wars game out without controversy since Knights of the Republic 2, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're they're having huge issues with every single title that's coming out. The mobile games have big issues. And, I mean, that... Battlefront has big issues. (laughs) And and that's a pretty big problem, too. Like, um, they revealed in October that they, of course, shut down Visceral Games. And mm-hmm. that the entitled Star Wars project that they were working on there is being fully changed. So you can guarantee that it was scrapped mm-hmm. and they're working on something else now. Yep. And the quote is to be a broader experience, which is not a good sound to me. I don't think that sounds good. I like, mean, I want it to be a, a focused experience on. Yeah. I want something. deeper experiences. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't want a little bit of just this and that yeah. here and there from the Star Wars. Even if you were to look at... Um, so remember the first Star Wars Battlefront was specifically focused in the Empire era, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, as far I mean, I didn't play any of the DLCs. I didn't play the Ultimate Edition. I played the core game, a little bit of the beta, and then some of the core game. <clears throat> and they were specifically saying, hey, this is set... You know, they did some Force Awakens stuff. They said, this is set in the Force Awakens and Imperial timeline. And they it was really focused. It definitely had negative... Uh, you know, not only a negative press around it, but just general, a lot of negative reaction. But it was what it was. And from there, you know, Battlefront 2 had a lot more problems. It was a lot more of a cash grab than I think the first Battlefront game was. And it uh, it was a lot wider. And it was all the eras of the movies, plus a little bit extra. Um, they did a single-player campaign that was extremely broad. It was not deep. You know what I mean? Um, they've done a lot of events that were tied into the larger, like, what's happening with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And they were broad and not deep. And it's not as enjoyable. It would be a lot more fun. I mean, imagine if they did... Here's Star Wars Battlefront 3. It's Clone Wars. That's all it is. Clone Wars. We have a Clone Wars campaign. Every map is set in the Clone Wars era. Every unit is a Clone Wars era unit. That'd be right. awesome. That'd you know be right. Mean? And if you don't want to do Clone Wars, you don't do it. I mean, they don't release like, okay, here's Battlefield 5. Um, so there's one map that's in 1806. There's one map that's in uh, 2028. There's one map that's in the year 4000. Like, it's consistent. Yeah. Within a time period, to some extent. Um, so it, it is... I mean, I think there are ways to go about breaking the time like the time period. Well, you do that with DLCs. 
with DLCs. Or exactly. you create a heavy core game, mm. and then you build upon the core game. You put branches on it, right. But that, exactly. that's not what has been the goal of, especially EA. Right. EA's goal is, what can I do to just sell a fucking billion copies and every single person buys a thousand dollars in microtransactions yeah and then and then and we that, don't like and then I mean, we that don't market just support doesn't the exist game. and then we yeah. and then we'd have to do as little as possible to support it and that, yeah. that market is just not there um you know it's it's unrealistic to ask for it and it doesn't exist basically um so it's really weird that they keep and they're having these like okay so they way too early in my opinion announced what was it jedi like fall of the Jedi or oh, Jedi, yeah, yeah they should not even no mention. I mean, the... dude, they didn't have a piece of concept art to show off. That was last. Have, that was so uh, last minute. I feel like the dude didn't even want to be asked in the audience. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it was, it he seemed awkward. uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so it was like that's way too early. They didn't have a title card to show off. They didn't have a a, a napkin that had a scribble on it. You know what I mean? They had nothing. They had a title that's probably going to change. Uh, I hope and, it changes. Yeah, start uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So it's like, that's cool or whatever. I mean, it has some certain implications behind it, but like, that game's getting scrapped. There's no conceivable way that the initial idea of what that game is that somebody mentioned to executives at EA is going to come out. It's going to be something different. It's going to be an MMO. It's going to be Very a Destiny likely. clone. It's going to be scrapped and reworked ten times, and they're going to completely change out the entire staff working on it every five years until it comes out, and it's Duke Nukem Forever colon Star Wars. Yeah. So it's like... But if he's a playable character, I'm still buying it. Uh, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Huh. Looks like I need more force. So it's like... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... It's a uh, EA is really just totally like fucked up having the exclusivity on this license. They did stuff that essentially people don't want so far. And the things that they could do that people might really want to see, they are really neglecting that content. They're not making a new Star Wars role playing game. They're not working on a Star Wars Jedi lightsaber dueling game. And that's what people clearly want. That's the stuff that sells. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're they're just not even working on anything that right. And like, the things they do uh, like, double down on is shit that people have already said they don't like. And obviously, people want like as much of a uh, like mm. a, as much of a failure as Battlefront Two is. It still probably sold fantastic oh, because sure people yeah. want a good Star Wars game. Right. And you know, to be fair, that was a pretty good Star Wars game. It was pretty fun. But, like, the, the story was whatever. At the time, I, you know, had a lot of, like, questions. And, um, you know, that was really cool. It was, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, some movies that were coming out. And then mm -hmm. a after seeing Rogue One and going home and being able to play. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it just, I don't know. That, you know, that was cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, for what it was, it was a good game. There were some major, major problems with it. And the problems tend to be the things that EA doubles down on. Um, yeah. And yeah, Grim asked a really good question. I wonder how long the license is. Like, Disney has already uh, pulled the plug a couple times. Like, Disney was like, microtransactions are going away. Yeah. 
And uh, what can EA do? You know what I mean? Um, and especially, I mean, even if there's something in a contract that says, hey, if Disney pulls you out of this deal, they owe you $10 million, Disney can pay that. Right. You know, Disney or will not Disney allow will the, just buy the majority of EA. And then... Yeah, they'll just buy EA. <laughs> uh, they will not allow the license to be tainted. I mean, especially um, when you look at how Solo really underperformed, which I thought was a great movie. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say anything bad about it, honestly. Um, it was a really good film, in my opinion. And uh, it just came out way too quick. I mean, it was six months after uh, The Last Jedi had been in theaters and like one month after it came out on, you know, digital, Blu-ray, all that. So oh, it's yeah. like... Yeah, uh, movie-wise, Disney... we're getting them too, too rapid. You know, right. they're just coming too uh, fast. Disney has already feeling the brand being hurt. And, I mean, imagine that... So, Star Wars movies make up some of the highest-selling movies of all time, in general. Um, Imagine having something that is the highest movie of all time missing a low estimate of what you think it might make on an opening weekend, knowing that it's going to be one of the least popular movies. And then doing worse than what you thought. That's bad. That's not Um, good. So, you know, they're really... I I don't think they're going to play with... uh, any more dings to the brand. I mean, they've already said, hey, because Solo did so bad, we're really considering sticking to the core trilogy and not doing these spin-off stories anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they sort of took that back, but um, it's not good when you hear, like, if Lucasfilm, a, a division of Disney, says one thing, and then Disney says something else, that's not a good sign. That's not something to be hopeful for. Um. So you know, there we kind of have to wait to to hear more about that. But it, it's it's looking really weird. It's basically what I'm saying. So they're not going to allow any more hits to the brand. Oh yeah, definitely not. And like, man, I I, I don't know. I I I of course really 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 want a good uh, Star Wars title, but I just don't think it, it can come from EA. Mm-hmm. At this point, like I just I'm so. Uh, like, so, like, even if we did get the ideal scenario, even if we did get, okay, we have um, Bioware working on a really good Star Wars RPG, mm-hmm. and we got that info. I mean, what is comprised of Bioware that was comprised originally? Uh, Casey Hudson. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they had to buy him back. Yeah. And and he was already like yeah fuck this and then they paid him enough I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. They, we have a lot of this is still really up in the air and people are coming and they're going. Um, I think someone's gonna have to make a move soon. It'll be interesting when we finally get that that update that says the contract's up. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be an interesting day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, uh, like Amy Henning moved on, um, and apparently she hasn't been working there since the beginning of the year. So, you know, we don't even have, um, any idea of what she's working on. She just said that, uh, she started her own independent studio and is playing around with several ideas, including VR. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, she's a great mind in the industry, so... It'll be really cool to see what she has going on, even if it's not the 
scenario we hoped for originally. Yeah. So. <sighs> All right. Um, and then on to some positive ri- ridiculousness. Extreme positive. Um, Overwatch got a new hero. Um, I can't remember the name of the hero. I think it might even just be Wrecking Ball. Nope. Well. But the character, sort of. the little hamster inside the Wrecking Ball, is uh, Hammond. Mm. Uh, he's just a tiny little hamster Hell inside yes. this uh, Omnic Wrecking Ball. Mm-hmm. And he's a dick. <laughs> Hell yes. And he has so much mobility. Like, apparently it's just, the game's just broke right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Well, that's um, probably always true every time a new champion comes out, right? Or yeah, but or it's just the things that this character can do. We've seen um, him jump off a map at a certain point. He has, like, a little grappling hook. So he can mm-hmm. actually just latch onto something and spin in circles around a point And just hit anything oh that comes God. in. Um, but he jumped off this, this map, grabbed onto the edge of the building, swung around, and launched himself higher into the air because of the swing. Mm. And then he has an ability that launches him just directly into the ground, causing a shockwave. Mm. He did that right on the point and just took out, like, eight people. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it, um, it, it's pretty cool. He looks like an interesting character. Of course, everyone's freaking out because he's an adorable, like, hamster. Mm. Um, What's not but like? he's just mean as shit. So um, that's pretty cool. And they did some really fun stuff, like leading up to it. Like they were saying, uh, originally it was just like a piece of like concept art, or not concept art. It was just like a picture of a background, like mm. an environment. And then a couple days later, an Omnic rolled through that just looked like a bowling ball. And everyone's like, "What's that?" Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just. It was about two or three days after that. Uh, hmm. He finally came out. So, right. um, I don't know what category he falls into. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he's a... Uh, I think he might be defense, like control defense. Okay. But, damn, people are getting real creative with how they use the, uh, the grappling and just spinning around the point. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, definitely go check that out if you are an Overwatch fan. Oh, yeah. All right. right. Um, so this is something that's sort of been in the works for like a 20 million years. Um, Mm -hmm. so Showtime, the, uh, shitty HBO has announced, uh, they're going to have a Halo TV series. What? Um, so it's going to be executive produced, currently executive produced by uh, Kyle Killen of Lone Star, directed and produced by Rupert Wyatt, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, Showtime, Amblin Television, and 343 um, mm. have all kind of worked together in, in the production of this. So uh, it's going to be a 10 episode series. Um, we won't know anything about it for a while, but uh, we're, we're sort of waiting to see more. Um, 343 thinks that it's going to be uh, going into full production in 2019 so maybe releasing in 2020 um, yeah. but yeah I mean there was you know there was a Halo movie planned with Guillermo del Toro directing that kind of fell through um, that, that project went on with him as a producer and 
you know, they were looking for another director. Never happened. Um, they ended up making the Forward Into Dawn sort of mini movie. Um, but yeah, this has been like highly cursed. So um, there was also the Halo uh, Nightfall web series, um, which I've also seen. I- I'm really into the Halo lore. I just could not give a shit about the games, which is really weird. Yeah, I'm just not into it at all. After like Halo, I think Halo Three really was a nail in the coffin for me. Mm. It just like I got to that point and I was like, "Woof, I'm done yeah. for the rest of my life." It's just very not my thing, you know. Yeah, and it could um, be. It's like like this mo. All of the things that it does are things that I would I would like. Mm. But I I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so. it's weird, and, and like I said, uh, it's been extremely cursed. So don't expect to. Yeah, don't expect it even to come out. I mean, honestly, don't expect it to even come out. I mean, it's it's been really tough. Definitely. Um, and then this was when you dropped in there, but it looks like mm. Telltale is dropping their old ass engine that they've mm-hmm. been using since the beginning of time, um, and are going to be grabbing Unity. Uh, Unity is an incredibly versatile engine that's capable of a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. This is a super adaptable engine. And uh, I think this will be a really smart move for them, seeing as how they haven't... uh, They really haven't swapped anything around since... Mm. What game was that? The the Poker Night? I think uh, the Poker Night 2. Telltale Poker Night 2? I think that was the first um, game in their current engine. So that's fucking ancient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So, weird. I mean, th- that's really good. Um, maybe we'll see a change in direction of, mm. you know, these guys as well. Um, I think that could be good for them, mm-hmm. of doing something, uh, you know, keeping the way that the, you know, with, their story-based games, um, but maybe adding a little something into it mm-hmm. that changes the game a little bit. Yeah. Um, doing, yeah, they, they can do with a little bit of innovation. Is what I'm saying. For sure. So, um, but this is definitely a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're uh, definitely gonna have to kind of wait and see what happens, but uh, um, for now, it's looking really good. I think the. Uh, this this final season of The Walking Dead is going to be the last one in the old engine, and uh, um, Wolf Among Us 2 is going to be the first one in Unity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. I wonder where I they're going to go. Like, I, I'm wondering where they're going to go after um, mm-hmm. after Walking Dead is up, because that's then their big boy. Yeah. So, um, it's a, it, it's a pivotal, pivotal time for these guys. For sure. As a company. So that's going to be cool. Just to see how it's handled. I think the next one was yours, right? Yep. I didn't put that in, right? That's what I mean. um, yeah. So there is going to be a uh, Morbius the Vampire uh, Spider-Man spinoff. Um, cinematic Universe? I don't know. They're implying sort of multiple movies. Um yeah, I'm not too sure on this. I mean, I know who uh, 
Morbius is. Right. Um, my, you know, my introduction with him was like Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, the film will be part Sony new Spider-Man universe, which in, uh, includes this October's movie Venom. Yep. So Sony is still trying to, uh, you know, they, they made the deal to introduce, um, Spider-Man back into the Avengers. But part of that was that they're going to do a spin-off like Sony Spider-Man universe that is not going to cross over. So like the Venom is not going to be Marvel affiliated. Yeah. So which is this a is terrible fucking thing. idea. Agreed. It's incredibly a poor decision, and it's in, it's incredibly uh, confusing for the audience. Yup. It's so, like now, like it's like imagine explaining. Uh, you know, explaining this to, like... In my case, it'd be, like, explaining this to my mom. When I have to right. go, oh, no, no, no. He's not in that universe. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I agree. Um, but, uh, apparently the Morbius film was announced in November 2017. Um, and... There is no release date. Hmm. Yeah, it's still upcoming. But, um, yeah, but, Jared but, Leto uh, starring. Yeah, about I don't know Jared Leto. Problematic. Is he's a problematic? Like I like him. Um, I like him well enough, but yeah. as time goes on, I like him less and less and less and less and less. Well, it's part of the thing where, like, as a actor, I'm all for him. As a person, it's like, ooh. <laughs> even as an actor, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's good. He he can do good stuff. I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he, uh, like some of the, not, like out of my wheelhouse movies, mm. and they've still been good. Um, but I don't know. You like in the com- in the comic book world, he has not had a good, a good yep. go of it. So it makes me like. Morbius is really, he's a really interesting, like, character. Like, Mm. he's a, um, I believe he was a doctor with a rare blood disease. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, kind of like... went weird. He's like, he's like Blade's worst nightmare. (laughs) Like, Mm. he's like a day-walking vampire that can... Not even like a day walking vampire. He's like, a, they describe him as a pseudo vampire. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Definitely weird. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea. We haven't seen, like, I haven't heard anything about Morbius in a long time, so it was kind of like, whoa, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spider Man's getting huge and a lot of different things, video games, movies, so um, there's definitely room for some of these side characters. Like, I'd really like to see uh, Mysterio, and I'd like to see Kraven the Hunter mm-hmm. in something Spider-Man somewhere, uh, because those, those guys are just fun. Um, right. But Morbius is cool, too. Yeah, um, and chugging right along, uh, Google is kind of just tossing their name in the ring and they're going to be doing uh, entering the like console gaming market. Mm. Um, they don't have a lot of specifics, um, but they have a three pronged approach apparently. 
mm-hmm. some sort of streaming platform, some sort of, uh, or well, they have um, some sort of, yeah, some sort of streaming platform, some sort of uh, hardware, uh, and it, and an attempt to bring game developers under the Google umbrella. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's interesting. They like these guys have not jumped into this. Like, I don't think Google has jumped into gaming at all. Um, I mean, obviously they have like the Google Play app, um, that kind of stuff. But yeah, in general, I mean, I don't think that Google has published anything. Right. I don't think that they've you know specifically put anything out. So it's like a really big tech market that they right not done anything with so for me it's not a surprise that they're interested in doing something Mm -hmm. Um, i mean very late to the game like you're saying yeah yeah super super late to the game but i mean if done right if there's a company that i feel like could do something i mean Mm -hmm. it would probably be them yeah yeah so i don't know uh not a lot of details on um on it, I mean, I don't think they really have a an idea, but I do think that they're like why they're eyeing it is because of um, games coming to like mobile platforms like mm. Fortnite, like PUBG, and like seeing that and then having the idea of maybe like crossplay yeah. could be the reason that they're interested. And of course, the subscription. Um, mm you know, a streaming subscription to their specific hardware. Uh, yeah, I don't know. could be interesting. I just kind of wanted to quickly bring that up um, mm-hmm. because, that you know, we really don't know too much more about it. Right. Um, and this next thing actually probably should have been up in uh, our daily freebies, but oh, okay. it's still really cool. Uh, Hello Neighbor is coming to iOS for free. Uh, you can go ahead and pre-order it now. Um, it looks like it is expected July 26th on iOS. Uh, I guess we'll hear a little bit later to see if it's coming to Android. I imagine it will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is going to be really cool. It's really surprising that it's free. I, uh, I'll have a little more information on how like dumbed down it is and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, well, you know, by the end of the month, so. Okay. And I finally get a chance to get hands on with it. Um, you can also go grab Hello Neighbor right now on uh, probably on sale somewhere for PC. Mm. Um, I think it's forty bucks on the Switch and probably forty on uh, Play- PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Might be cheaper on Xbox One. Yeah. So, um, the and just some weird news. I I don't even know how something like this. Uh, like I, I need more information to figure out how this happened, but tons of people were reporting that Grand Theft Auto Six hmm. um, was announced via GTA Online. Um, if you know the game, you know uh, you get messages in the game. Your character has a phone. They get messages. Um, they pop up right above the map, and Rockstar. They said it's, there was a message that sent. It's a message from Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto 6 coming 2019 and then they had their a website literally the Rockstar website mm-hmm. um, so a lot of people were like wait what uh-huh. immediately took to the internet immediately took to like Reddit and all these places like have you guys got this everyone freaking out um, and uh, 
that there was like no confirmation, like you know, Nothing. nobody said anything. Um, and it took a little bit, but finally, Rockstar support said it's a hoax uh, made with the use of mods. It's not an official message or statement from Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, it's crazy to think like the people that are playing this game. I feel like they should know, but I'm not surprised that they don't know. Mm. But Rockstar will, I can almost guarantee that we won't, for a very long time, see them announce two games at the same time. Right. Especially yeah, very something like point. Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Those two, I we won't hear those in the same like year. And if you do, it'll be like, oh, we're doing a remake. I think Grand Theft Auto Five is getting a... Uh, like a huge edition that's coming out, like uh, kind of like a game of the year edition. Hmm. It's just coming with like a bunch of stuff. I think it's like 80 bucks. So, okay. um, but that's for like the person who's new to the game and they want to play it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, to catch up with their friends and stuff. Um, but of course, you know, Grand Theft Auto six has been rumored since Grand Theft Auto three came out. And, yeah. uh, you know, I just it, it it's just crazy that people were jumping on and going like, "Is this real? No way!" It's like, come on. Yeah, come on, man. Even if Rockstar on their own like Twitter put that Grand Theft Auto Six was coming in 2021, no. I would still be like, they were hacked. No reason to believe that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so skeptical on anything that they do. Like, if they, it, it would be like them going, "Oh, we're gonna be at E3." I'd be like, "Bullshit, you're hacked." Yep. But, yeah, just interesting surprise. Um, and it's it's good for Rockstar. I mean, mm. you know, even though this, you know, happened and all that, it's people are already talking about a game that hasn't even been... the Like, Grand Theft Auto 6 hasn't even been mentioned, I doubt, by anyone outside mm. of, a you know, their building. Uh, it, one of their buildings... Uh, you know, if it is in production. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I don't know. It, it's just crazy to me. But that would be a cool way yeah. to, like, rev- uh, like unveil it, though. Mm-hmm. If you, like, interrupted everybody's game. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely the way to do a, it. played a video? That'd be yeah. fucking crazy. Um, but I just, I don't really see that happening. Um, yeah. Certainly not anytime soon. Um, and just random small little bit, um, we have, uh, PlayStation View subscriptions, uh, going up. So PlayStation View is the, um, like cable platform for Sony. Uh, they have several different models, uh, Access, Core, Elite, and Ultra. Uh, You Mm. can check out all of their prices, Access, 40 bucks a month. 45 for core, which comes with sports. Elite comes with sports and movies. And Ultra comes with premium sports movies. And all of them come with the essential live television. Um, yeah. uh, ranging from 40 bucks to 75 Everything will be going up by $5. Um, starting on the 24th. July 24th. Um, to me, that seems steep in general. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit before the show. Um, damn. I like paying eighty bucks for cable when this is the alternate. You're trying to find an alternative to not pay eighty dollars for cable. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like, it seems crazy to me. Yep. So, I, I don't know. Um, you figure they would even have more, like, packages available for people who maybe want movies and live television and no sports. Hmm. But, I don't know. Like, I really think if you want to be successful, you have to, like, let people pick what they want. Because that's a reason they're not going with cable. Because... Hmm. They want movies, but they might not want sports. Like, yeah. I don't right. speak Spanish, so I don't need any of those channels. But you're kind of forcing me to pay for them. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. Seems weird. Uh, I guess if anyone has any information about this or they use it, um, you know, drop us a line and let us know over on Twitter. Um, yeah. I'm interested in, I guess, knowing a, a bit more. Yeah, it's... um. Like, I, I can't imagine this is super successful. That's probably why the cost is going up and not down. Right. So the reason that I would argue that it's not successful is because it's not a good price. So it going up is probably not going to fix it, I would argue. Um, yeah, I, it, it might be like the last ditch effort before might they be, just get rid of it. it. Yeah, kind of a death rattle. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see. Definitely could be. And in interesting news, um, Warframe is coming to Switch. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, Not I, my thing, but like, glad people I, are going to have it. Yeah, yeah like I, I didn't like it when I originally played it, and then I never really... I never gave it a fair shake, so... Uh, it coming to the Switch could be that chance that I give it, um, you know, a fair little play. Uh, of course, it's being done by uh, the same guys who brought uh, Rocket League and Doom to the Switch, and those guys have been doing a great job. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we don't have a specific date for it yet. It was just kind of randomly unveiled, like, yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it'll be free. So that's cool. Uh, Switch just getting like more and more free, it's awesome, gaining things. so much power. Yeah, it's doing like a lot of things. Right, they're like, oh, people like that. Well, I mean, why don't we just give that to them for free too? Mm-hmm. We've given them so much already. Let's just keep this fucking train going. Um, so it's been a, of course we've had uh. Uh, access to Overwatch or uh, Warframe on PlayStation 4 since 2013, Xbox One since 2014. Um, so it's been around a long time, and these guys have really, really managed to keep up with uh, mm-hmm. with their game. Oh, it was confirmed at uh, Tenocon, which is the Warframe uh, con. Mm-hmm. I think we talked okay. about that like a week or two yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the last little bit of fun information uh, revolves around Fallout 76. Um, Hell yes. We were talking before the show about uh, them just, Bethesda, like Todd Howard, just kind of like making jabs at mm-hmm. Sony. And we were saying we want them to just gradually get a little more, uh, like, stabby. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. just a little more sour each time they, they post something. Um, so Todd Howard says, no cross-play, uh, because Sony's not as helpful as everyone would like. Um, and that's 
not the first time that he said that. Um, mm-hmm. Going back to a lot of problems, I think it was on Fallout 3 that couldn't be fixed because mm-hmm. it was like, well, the problem, Sony is pointing the fingers at Bethesda, and Bethesda is pointing the finger at Sony. Um, it kind of leads you to believe that it was definitely Sony. It was on Sony's mm-hmm. end. Um, but, yeah, he said that you cannot do crossplay in 76. We'd really love uh, that, but right now we can't. Sony's just not as helpful as everyone would like. And that, you know, coming uh, right off the heels of, you know, of course, Rocket League and then talking about Fortnite. Um, th- it's a growing issue of this crossplay, and it's not going to go away. People are going to continue to want it. Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel like, like I said earlier, that this is going to be the game that kind of um, helps that along in, in a great way. Yeah. So, um, as well, I did find an interesting article about uh, how Bethesda plans to stop people from being dicks in <laughs> Fallout 76. Um, some of the people that I talked to had expressed no interest in the game because they said that you know you know they'll constantly be targeted or um you know like basically they'll just be hunted every every turn they'll you know just basically be killed and that's not really the way that it's going to go down um Pete Hines says, when you see a person in the world, they're a real person, and now you have to figure out what role they play. Uh, They might be super helpful. Uh, Maybe they're just wandering the world as a traitor, trading with other people in the world. Or maybe they're a bad guy and part of a raider's group. Um, We allow for that sort of tension, but with Hmm. systems in place that keep it from being abusive. So, you cannot be harassed by someone who just keeps chasing you around the world and killing you over and over again. The game literally does not allow that to happen. Um, as well, death isn't supposed to be a super negative thing. It, you don't lose progression. You don't lose all your stuff. Somebody can't kill you and take everything in your inventory, and so you have to mm. start over. Um, he says that uh, it'll function um, more like... Uh, ish, like PvP will function more like issuing a challenge to somebody as opposed to, no matter what I want to do to somebody, I can do it at any time. Um, mm. The game only lets you go so far before uh, you can say, uh, "I, you know, I don't want to participate in this challenge anymore." And he compared it to a death claw, saying, "In Fallout 4, if you attempt to fight a death claw and you die and you respawn, you have a choice to either go back and fight the death claw again or move on to something else." Mm. Um, and that's like that's kind of how the human interaction um, is going to work in Fallout 76. Um, just like uh, and and with that said I do have questions Mm -hmm. it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because Mm -hmm. a death claw being uh, like controlled by an AI only has a specific radius whereas a human can go anywhere on the map at any time Um, right and a human can be like jaded (laughs) like a, a you know the death claw it either is in a state of existing or it's in a state of not existing and as far as the game is concerned that's all that it has so it doesn't really know if like for example um you know if 
if you kill the Deathclaw, the Deathclaw doesn't respawn, most likely. Yeah. But you... Well, I mean, it, it, it might after a period of time, but... It's sort of a different Deathclaw at that point. The AI yeah, resets, true. you know, it doesn't know that you killed it. Or right, it doesn't right. know any reason. Like, it kills you because that's what it does. It's essentially an animal. Um, whereas a human player, if they decide they don't like you, they want to, like, fuck around with you, they'll go to every spawn point in the game, they'll spend hours running around just looking for you, like... Uh, of course the Deathclaw doesn't do that, because to the Deathclaw, you essentially don't exist unless you've bothered it. Right. Um, for a human <clears throat> player, especially when we're talking about, you know, any kind of like... Okay, so there's general video game industry not known for having a great community. There's specific Bethesda, which is not known for having multiplayer. You know what I mean? And then there's specifically fallout fans which certainly are not known for wanting multiplayer so i can see i could definitely see the people that blow up um what's like nuketown or whatever what's it called uh, megaton megaton those people are going to specifically ruin your life <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like they're going to hunt your ass down and make your game hard for but no i reason. wonder so. i wonder how this is going to i mean if there are systems in place that have, that can stop this mm. like I, like I have no wow. reason to think that he's lying about it, but right. I mean, we like personally, we won't have that problem with a closed server. Mm. You know, it'll just be like we'll choose who's allowed to fuck with us and who's not. Yeah, and if <laughs> Grim, people are dicks. yeah, if people are being dicks, then they're out. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's really simple. It's cut and dry yeah. for the closed server. But if you want to join, uh, this is speaking. If you want to join an open server. Um, and like it makes me wonder are they going to go that uh, World of Warcraft route of you have to issue a challenge and then you can fight mm-hmm. but like it said before we started recording that kind of takes that um, that fear that, that he talked about before not the fear the uh, tension he said that sort of tension but with systems in place um, mm-hmm. it takes away that tension because yeah. you have nothing to fear by even running by someone, they can't shoot you unless you initiate the challenge. Mm. So I don't know. That's um, that's interesting. I wonder if it will work with. Um, I wonder if they'll like cycle, like maybe the servers cycle people once they get so far out of a radius. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Guild Wars kind of did that, where they had. You're in. Dude. You're on this server, but we have several like slots in that server, and we mm-hmm. just move people as they enter different areas. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, huh. We'll see what happens. Uh, if you haven't yet, you can jump in, um, pre-order the game. Like I've been telling people, like pre-order it for like five bucks at like a, like a retailer or something, and mm-hmm. get that beta code and try the game, even if you're not too super interested or bothered by it. Um, and uh, try. If you like Fallout, I think you'll like Fallout with your friends as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, we have no idea when that beta is, but we do know the game uh, is scheduled to come out November 14th. Right. So... It will be before that. Hopefully, it won't be t- just two weeks before that. Yeah, that would kind sorry. of piss me off a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have more information on uh, Fallout 76 as we progress. Um, Hell yeah. 
but that is it for the Mammoth Games cast uh, for the week of July 9th. Thank you guys for joining us, and until next time, I am Nextwarp. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.